and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we talk about one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are watching season two, episode three, Bloodlust. Mm. It's very late at night. We probably should have started recording this episode an hour ago, but we've been talking. Um, yep. So we'll see how this plays out. It's going to be a wild ride. It's either going to go so long or it's going to be so quick. It's like, going to be so. It's going to be the longest or the shortest episode. There's look, not going to be any in between. <laughs> flip a coin, see where we end up. Um, let's start though. Let's talk about the writer and yes. the director. So this was written by our girl Sarah Gamble. She's Hello. back. And I think this has a lot of the um, hallmarks of a Sarah Gamble episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It digs a lot into um, the gray areas of mm-hmm. life and about belief and yeah. about faith. And about what is right and what's wrong. What, mm-hmm. Morality and ethics. Yep, yep. Oh, um, yeah. And it's directed by Robert Singer, mm-hmm. whose namesake for Bobby Singer we have yep. now met. Yep. Um, or who is the namesake of Bobby Singer, I should say. Yep, yep. And again, I we get to see a lot of the hallmarks of his very sort of classic 70s style of directing in this mm. episode. There's It's very light yeah. focused with how it is um, set yeah, up. True. There's some beautiful light-based mm. shots in this episode. And so. it's very – I love the shots where um, – it gave me a lot of uh, vibes of like original like seventies and like eighties mm-hmm. horror movies. Yes, um, and some of the shots where it's angled a certain way to mm-hmm. make it look like something gruesome is happening. Yes, yes, so I enjoyed that. I noticed that. Now that you've said that, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that. I know what you're saying. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of things you're just like, oh, well, that reminds me of like, you know, a Mike Myers movie. Yes, and by Mike Myers, I don't mean Austin Powers. I mean she Mike means Myers. Michael, Michael Myers. <laughs> Michael Myers. <laughs> as Halloween in, films. From, yeah, from the Halloween. Cool. This is a really quick plug for another podcast, um, only because they've done two of the Jason films. Not the you're not Jason. Um, yeah, they've done two of the Jason the films. Movies. Okay, cool. Which is which is not Halloween, but I think it's worth talking about because they did two of them, which were like bad they're the two of the bad ones <laughs> like jason x i think jason x, x. yeah they yeah, did like jason, jason x, x and i can't remember what the other one they oh, did. it's not like jason versus freddie no they shit. didn't do that one but they did do it's a podcast it's called how did this get made it's an amazing <laughs> podcast they they just do like bad films yeah fabulous um, love so that the, yes so th- I, it's yeah. i there are a couple of episodes that are like make me laugh so hard mm. that I just like I have to go lie down. Like they did an episode of um, Ladybugs, which <laughs> is a film from the nineties. If you didn't watch it when you were a kid I in the nineties, I think I know of it. If you gave it's, me, it, it let's just say it doesn't hold up and it's of real course. problematic on almost every conceivable level. Oh, That's a really good one. But yeah, they do Jason X. Um, Jason you X. even if you don't know who the people are who host this podcast, you do know who they are. Um, so Paul Shear, uh, June Diane Raphael, and um, Jason Manzukis, uh, they are all really well-known comedic actors in America. They've all been oh, in like Parks and Rec yeah. and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Nine, um, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Um, June Diane Raphael is in Grace and Frankie. She plays one of the daughters. Is she because she is the wife of Paul. Yes, yes, she plays because uh, yes, because um, as my partner said. He's punching well above his weight. Oh, yeah. yeah. His, his personality is. is, is he's a really great person, like, and very yeah. funny. Um, but she's, like, proper, like, got it. Actress, pretty. And yes. he's just a good looking kid. Like, it. he's not an ugly guy. He's but, not like, an ugly he's guy. a normal person. He's a normal human, and she is just goddess level. Yes. Um, I mean, she plays a daughter of the 
fabulous Jane Fonda. Yes. So, I mean. <laughs> She's passable as sharing genetic material with Jane Fonda, who is in her 90s or something. Oh, and, and she's like late 80s. And looks like she's in her 50s. Yeah, she, whoever is her surgeon. Mm, yes, 10 mm, out of 10 for that mm. work. So, yes. So, how did this get made? Those are the three main hosts. Fabulous. I'm the really Ladybugs episode, I definitely recommend. Fabulous. I definitely recommend the Maximum Overdrive episode if you want, like, one that's a bit kind of spooky, which is a Steve, the only film that Stephen King ever directed whilst <laughs> oh. doing all of the cocaine ah. available to him. Um, that's another really one. They did a really good one of Sleepaway Camp, which is one of my favorite horror films. Oh, yes. It's so stupid. Yeah. While we're here, go watch the review that the movie bitches did of oh, Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, just a quick, I don't know how we got here. Oh, God, this episode. Let's let's get into it. This episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, we open a girl is being chased through the woods. And we'll talk about it. I love the flip and the reveal mm. that we get later on. This girl's being chased through the woods that look kind of fake. Mm. They look a bit like, they don't know, they're very like, um... Scream. 90, or like 90s Disney Channel kind of look. Yeah. George of the Jungle where it's yeah. like super fake looking. And she's been pursued and it's very scary. Like, and it looks like a black to... coat kind yes. of like ooky spooky. Hookman. Hookman. Scream kind mm-hmm. of scenario. Yes. We don't rightly know. And she gets decapitated. And it's worth noting that this whole scene is shot from her perspective as her, the victim, mm-hmm. being chased by an assailant who kills her, which yeah. we've seen a lot of times in a lot of openings, mm-hmm. in a lot of episodes. Yep. And we will continue to. And we will continue to. But I just want to put a, just pop a pin <laughs> in the POV of, of, of this. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And then, yeah, from when we see the decapitation, mm-hmm. it's shot so far away. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a close up. No, and it's and, and I it's, like that, and that yeah, looks, and again, it reminds me of a lot of seventies, eighty more, 80, I'd say more eighties yeah. style of filming for um horror, yes, like, or you know scary movies, yes, and I definitely think that's the Robert Singer kind yeah. of touch or Bob Singer yep, as yep. his his as we might dare call you, yeah, as we might Mr. You know, Singer, Mister Singer, um, and then we cut. Back in Black is playing. Made me so happy. Finally, Kate gets to enjoy the music as it's intended. I even (laughs) said to my partner, I was like, fucking finally, I finally get real fucking music and it's not just fucking generic rock music playing. Yes. Um, And it's Back in Black and we're seeing the beautiful Impala. Yes. All gizzied up and we're getting a Mm -hmm. full like... "Mm, Glamour. Glamour shots. Glamour shots. Glamour shot of of the Impala. Different angles, and we're seeing it from this mm-hmm. angle and that angle. It's very much like, yeah. you know, girls on film going, girls on film. Yes. Google that and watch the video. Yes. The film clip, it's very raunchy. But at the same time, it's very much like yes. model, like model the Impala. Like, Give it ooh. to the runway. Yeah, runway. Right. that's right. Bring it to the runway 100%. And yes. I love that. And I love that Dean is just feeling his oats. He is so happy. He's got his baby, baby back. Fucking <laughs> finally. <laughs> oh, God. It's taken oh us Oh, my God. Do you mean? Oh, God. So, um, so yeah, we've just orgasmed over the word baby and it sounds a bit wrong. It sounds a bit wrong, but this is the first time that Dean calls the Impala baby, baby. which is sort of what it becomes known Known as, as. what the car is known as. Baby. Is baby. And not calling it baby for the last, however many episodes we're up to, 27 Seven, something like that, yeah, something like that. It's been so hard. So fucking hard. So Dean is in such a good mood. They are out. They are on the hunt. Mm, Yep. There's been cattle mutilations and yep. a few decapitations, and yep, yep. he's just 
he's just feeling his oats. He's his baby like, is back. He's out on back. a hunt. He feels he's got his groove back. You know, mm-hmm. Stella got his new groove back and such. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of vibe. And yeah, so they rock yep. up to town. In minor point out, I love that they're in the cops, like the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And they're in these horrible suits. Yes. Pretending to be from a shitty news service. Yeah. Also, what channel was wearing this to like this? Yeah. Right. It feels like they raided their dad's closet for suits and the suits don't really just don't fit that well. Um, not, you know, they look they look shabby, but it's mm-hmm. like even Jared, even though he's so tall, the jacket he's wearing makes him it looks like it's two sizes too big for him. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to probe the best sheriff known to man with that great handlebar mustache oh yes sassy sheriff as oh, well oh yes so we, sassy we, because they're like obviously trying to probe into cattle mutilations which is like a real trope particularly of like x-files because it's like alien abductions and stuff like yes. that um and all of that and he's just just get, reads them to filth about like okay if you have a dead animal it bloats and it'll split down the middle and it'll look damn near like surgical and then the goo mm-hmm. runs away and all of a sudden you've got a mysterious catamulation. He's just, he's not here for their sh- shenanigans. Yep. He's not here for their nonsense. Yeah. He is a busy sheriff with a, a town and he's just like, he knows he's, he knows the facts and figures. Yes. With an impressive moustache and he's just not here for it. Yeah. No. He's like, no, no. And so then, then they switch to their next version of them. <laughs> Um, they then leave because the sheriff's like, please get out of my office. I'm yes. a very busy sheriff. I'm a busy sheriff and I'm not here and for you to. And I need to comb my mustache. I'm sure that he didn't say that, but I think that's why he's yes. And he, they obviously switch to cost- costume change. They're now doctors. Yes. They yell at some young. It said Jane Manor. Yes. Manners. Manners. Yes. yes. That is a reference. That is a reference. And at the same time when they say Jeff and he's like, no, it's, it's John, John, is a reference to Jeffrey Dean. Yeah, uh, Morgan, and then obviously um, Manners being Kim Manners, Kim Manners, and then obviously John being the character that he plays. Yep. So yes, so lots of little references in there. Cat, mm-hmm. well done for picking that up. Yeah, go me. Maybe because it was very like the name was, it was very like large, a, enormous name, like enormous. Manners. Like it was very, like even with me not wearing my glasses watching this TV show, I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I wonder if that's reference to Kim Manners because you're making it pretty obvious. Yes, and so they go in and they see this decapitated as, body. They haven't really just. Dis- it disclosed what they like what their impersonation is. No. So you assume doctor or medical someone. We'll see this more and more that they don't waste a lot of time trying to like set us up for the story that they no. then go to tell people because they're like, they don't you don't care. No, you don't care. Um, you just need to know that we're <laughs> going to be in the morgue and they've basically sent off John. John, John Manners off to some doctor who apparently came back from holidays and pissed. Yes. Um and he oh poor guy runs off like Oh no, I fucked up. Oh no, mm-hmm. he knows I fucked up. And they get to he just leaves the bodies and it's yeah. I'm like that was Well, I mean he's leaving them with doctors and they're they're their bodies, so they're not going anywhere. I know, it just seems like it seems like there's a protocol there, but anyway. And so they go in to see this decapitated body. Yep. Um, and there's there's a little bit of like banter back mm. and forth of neither of them really wanting to look at a decapitated yeah, head. Yeah, Sam's like, No, I don't I don't know, I don't want to do this, you do it. He does it, and it's very much like they're making some references to Science of the Lambs. Yes. And then they're looking at the decapitated boy, which I put out props to the props department. Oh, yeah. This prop does, like, obviously budgets have increased. Yes. Because this head, unfortunately, did look like a decapitated head. Yes. It wasn't gory or anything. No, obviously, it wasn't gory. They're, to- they're, they're forever towing that line. Yeah. It's a very, um, it's a, it's a very thin line that's 
good because Kat yes. would be like, I can't watch this. And yeah, and then Sam's like, someone needs to check her mouth in case they put like shoved in something down the back of her throat. Yeah. And then I just love it that they're just staring at each other, like almost like, you know, eyeballing each other. Like, yeah, I'm not who's going to blink first? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just like, who's going to be draw the short straw on this one? Yeah. Turns out it was Sammy. Yes. And so there's nothing in her mouth or and in he, her. Um, he just wants a bucket, and I also want. A bucket. Yeah, he wants a bucket to throw up in. Uh, and but he, what they do actually find out, and this is why there's this really interesting flip from the reveal mm. at the start. Dean's like, "Hey, lift up her gum," mm-hmm. and Sam's just like, "No, I've done fucking with her mouth." Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. You you put your fingers here. Um, and it's revealed she has fangs. She's yeah. actually a vampire. And so this girl that we are given to have empathy for in the mm. first scene is actually a monster. And we'll talk about the flip back and forth mm. for the rest of this episode in yep. terms of like empathy and in terms mm. of where, Sarah Chef's Kiss. Yeah. Um, and know, where we, we should put our, our allegiances to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what, who we should be backing. And the grey areas that exist in this world, which we haven't really explored no, yet. No, not, not um, yet. But yeah, so this girl that we see at the cold open being pursued by an assailant, she's not some innocent victim no. um, of, you know, they were thinking maybe satanic cult or satanist yep. or something like that yep. or some kind of ritual slaughter. She's actually a vampire and it seems likely that she was killed by a oh, hunter yeah. yep. or she was killed by someone who knows how to kill vampires. Yep. Remembering in this world... Vampires are killed by decapitation, not through a skate in the heart. No. So it's it flips again your expectations of like, oh, this girl that we had empathy for, like mm. scary girl we've seen, you know, young Angelou running through yeah, the forest running, afraid. Running for her life and then actually, plot twist, she was the actually, she's the evil one based on yes. what we've known and what we where we've come into the story so far. Exactly. And what we've been led to believe for the first season of this show, which yep. is very black and white. Yep. In terms of the bad things and the good things. And the conversations they've had in season one were always, firstly, I think they were always Sarah Gamble episodes because it was like Nightmare um, where uh, we met the young man who had powers like Sam's. Yep. And they were talking about how we don't kill people. Another Sarah Gamble episode, just wanting Ah. to put a little bit of a ding pin in that one. Yep. That they was always more about like we kill monsters, we don't kill people. Yep. And so now we're getting more of a flip of like we thought she was the victim and now she's the assailant and now she's actually the thing we hunt Mm -hmm. she's the bad thing that goes bump in the night yeah so very interesting we then go to a bar Mm -hmm. they're now in sam and dean investigation mode they're trying to find the nest yeah they're looking for very similar to our vampires from the last season hopefully cowboy vampires yeah cowboy trampy vampires yes um Turns out not that plot twist, guys. Well, <laughs> but yeah, they go to a bar and they meet. Um, they start talking to this bar barman, barman, bartender, bartender. Thank you. I was like barman, bar, <laughs> bar, like, bar wench, but not really. But the man version. Um, apparently there is one. Did Google it once. Can't remember what it is. I think bar wench can be gender neutral. Oh, of course, again. Oh, um, his name is Eli. He's sporting a really put a pin in this one. Yeah, we'll talk about this in a few years. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you now, people, put a pin in this particular this face. Put a pin, yeah, put a pin in this face. Just, just like just try, just a bit of mental remembrance. Just you know, just pause, etch a sketch in the mind. Yep, yep, and then continue. Impressive, the um, upsetting early two thousands goatee and a haircut. Ugh. And I will say the last couple of episodes as well. Whoever's doing Dean's hair, they're giving him that real like spiked middle mm. section 
that was giving really him a in point. in the point. in the in the early two thousands. And, and I'm not doing, into it. And whoever's doing fucking Sam's hair, makes me give like a flippy, flippy, floppity woman. Like it's given a very. He keeps getting blowouts because yes. in certain angles, you're like, mate, you've got more volume. And no shame. I'm just no, like, no. it's just not his best version no. of his hair. It's no. not the best version of Dean's hair. No. It makes his hair look really fluffy. Yeah, um, and it's not. It's anyway. Look, look, we're just talking about the hairdressers. Anyway, so he's gone to the bar. Um, they've gone to the 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 bar wench. Yes, and who is Eli? And they're yes. like, hey, we're just out here, just trying to, you know, find out some, mm-hmm. you know, people who maybe, you know, odd characters mm-hmm. that hang around. And Eli's just like, it's a bar. Yeah, I like his response of just like, sure. And then he's kind of gestured to a guy. We then get panned to a um a person of color sitting down, mm-hmm. having a cigar. No, he's just having a cigarette. I thought it was a For whatever reason, my brain's like, cigar? Probably because like, you didn't have your glasses on. Yes. True. Um, he was just smoking a cigarette, and uh, I in always find it really in- – Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> this, like, at this time, it was still fine to yeah. be indoors and, and have a cigarette. I mean, I remember being yeah, I on dance floors with people yeah. with cigarettes. burnt. Oh, yeah. So many times. That's a good shirt to a friggin' cigarette burn. Yeah. So you, you're welcome, youths. Yeah, you don't want welcome. that in your lives. Um, but, yes, we see this – we see this – um, this this guy looking kind of shady and like maybe he's the vampire we yeah. don't know taking sips of some beer have, and having a cigarette mm. which I always find that really interesting cigarettes and in, in shows like this because there's so many rules about who can and can't smoke at least at this time in network yeah. shows um, because obviously it's negative imaging and all yeah. of that sort of thing um, I did read something somewhere I can't remember where where it was like the most unrealistic thing about early season Dean is that he doesn't smoke which is I think pretty accurate. Like correct. I mean, you, like he seems like a smoker. He seems like a smoker, but he obviously he can't has, smoke. He can't smoke because he's the good guy. So they they leave, mm-hmm. and this guy is fo- like they leave. This guy is following them. It's this kind of cat and mouse moment, and yep. then they capture him. They yeah. catch him trying to follow this. Them. This them leaving the bar because mm-hmm. the the, the personal fellow's left already. Um. He's, you see this by the, like, nearly full beer and yeah. not even really smoked cigarette. So it's obviously meant to be that he's, like, left in a hurry. And, again, yeah. I think that's meant to play into the idea that is he the vampire? vampire. Yes. And he's going back to his, the nest. Yes. Um, I love this kind of, like, you see Sam and Dean go around a build, like, a back of a building, and then they disappear, and then you get the point of view from. So we've got, so we've got this um, fellow who's come around, and I love the switch of yes. you, your you're almost like behind the boys yes. walking down like past the building and at the back of the building. And then it flips back to the fellow, you know, you're at his level. Mm-hmm. And then next bit, bam, he's like yep. held up knives are at throats. Yeah. Cause they, know. they're not stupid. They're never no, stupid. They always stupid. know when they're being followed. They're two steps ahead. And literally. it turns out this is a hunter. His name is Gordon. Um, yep. He works out who they are, that they're the Winchesters. Yep. Um, and they're like, and he's sort of like, wow, I, you know, I knew your dad once. Like, we worked together once. I we had he... a falling out. No, he doesn't actually say that. Does he doesn't. That's no. right. He does it. That's right. You're right. He's right. like, he yeah. was a good hunter. Like, I heard yeah. he passed. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yep. Um, and, and they're like, how do you know? They're like, oh, I love this reveal of like, oh, news travels fast. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. So there's a network out here. Yeah, and so we're getting this kind of expanded world. Yeah, that's not just the boys and featuring dad. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's there's this expanded hunter world that's mm. out there that is interconnected, that does have conversations. And, yep. and I do really enjoy that. Um, and he's saying that he, you know, he is a kind of specialist hunter and mm. he hunts vampires very specifically. So yeah. 
we saw a bit of this last season as well. Yep. And that there are hunters that have specific skills that mm-hmm. they follow. Um, and so he's a vampire hunter and he sort of turns down the boy's offer for help. He's like, I hunt alone. Yep. Um, I don't really need, I'm not really a team player and I've been hunting these guys for ages. And so yep. I'm, I'm good. I've got this all under control. Pretty much. Yeah. And so he drives off into the night in his fabulous classic car that of he course. has. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of car it is. It's like, a, it's almost, we were referred to in Australia as a ute. Yeah. It's, it's ute-esque. It's like a pickup truck. Sort of. I think of. Yeah, but like, like a classic very, one, very, very nice one. Yeah, very oh, not a bogany one. No, um, and so he goes and he is hunting this vampire who's working at a dock. Question a dock? mark. A dog? Question mark. Uh, don't really quite understand. And again, I love this flip, as you said. When we were down at the, we assume that he's working. Flash lives there. Don't understand. Un- unclear. <laughs> unclear. And you are seeing everything from his point of view. And it's almost like, oh no, the vampires are gonna. There's no. There's a vampire, un, unknown vampires out there. It's gonna hurt this man. Mm-hmm. Again, flips on head. Yep. Turns out he is the vampire. Yes. And Gordon is there to slay him. Yes. And so this fight ensues. Gordon is losing the fight. Oh yeah. Then the boys show up, and they yeah. pull him at the quick of a quick of a second uh, from away. that saw thing that yes. long. Rectangle saw. Undetermined what it's there for. Anyone no, who- what it does in the real world. It's a very good prop, though. Um, and so Dean uses it to slice the vampire's head off. And, and it's he very enjoys pop- it. Yes, it's very, you know, Dean is, he sort of says earlier that he's really, like, excited for a hunt. Like, then he's trying to talk Gordon into letting them hunt. He's like, no, I'm really raring for a hunt. And, and mm-hmm. you sort of see this play out in this, that he's like mm-hmm. in, the, in the moment and in the mood. And we've seen this a couple of times with Dean where he gets very cold and very yeah. calculated and he just. Not, it's not good. It's not good. It's and not you good. can see Sam's concern. He's yeah. concerned. Well, mainly when the blood's like, because we get, again, another great shot that's mm-hmm. very 80s Halloween and horror is um, we get the angle looking up as the audience, looking up as, he, as Dean's bringing down the saw yes question mark question mark question mark and it's the blood is spraying on his face mm-hmm. and he he's not concerned that the blood's spraying on him he's just in the moment and sam's face and again props to jared for mm-hmm. just knowing how to act and just like there's a problem here yeah that it's it's this very cold side of dean that you don't see yeah. very often and is not necessarily needed for the situation no. that they're in, which is a very sort of standard vampire hunt. Yeah, it's, not, it's a normal hunt that just happens to be with vampires. And then we cut to them at, at the bar that yeah. they originally were asking the bar wench for, like for information. Yes. And Gordon is like, he is flip side. He is celebrating. He is happy. Mm-hmm. He is getting rounds of shots. And yeah. Sam is just, Sam is me. I would be a message where I'm like, this wasn't okay. Like, this is too dark. Like, this is... Yeah. And so it's it's interesting because Dean is clearly, like, warming up to Gordon and he and sort of sees that sort of purity in Gordon in yep. terms of, like, Black this was, white. like, good work, good work. Like, did, mm-hmm. you know, that was a really cool decapitation, like, the way that you did that. Yep. And Sam's a bit like, yeah, but, like, that's not what we do what we do or why we do it we're not here for the like we're not here for the glory the cool the cool kills or whatever yeah we're not here for the like the snaps yeah 
Well, not even that because there aren't snaps, but like There's the no- personal being of like, oh, that was such a cool kill. Like, yeah, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe we iced them that way. It's like, yeah, no, we did a service and now we leave. Yeah. And so Sam nopes out of the situation. He's like, I'm just letting this party down. I'm just going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it leaves Gordon and Dean to have this conversation and yeah. they do, they get a lot done and we sort of cut back and forth with yeah, what between- happens with Sam. So we'll, we'll get back to Sam, but sort of through the course of this conversation, we find out a lot about Dean, mm-hmm. you know, that he was 16 when he sort of had his first kill yep. um, with his dad and Sam's in the car. And so Sam would have been like 11 or 12 or yep. something like that at the time. And that, you know, he just embraced the life in that moment that other kids are worried about the prom and are worried about pimples. And he's out here dealing with stuff that... Dealing with stuff that goes on with the night that we as people don't know about. Yeah. And, you know, that he found a purity in that and that he's seeing that in Gordon. Yeah. Um, and we get Gordon's story, which is that a vampire attacked his mm. sister um, and that sort of turned him into a hunter and made him yeah, when hunt down that nest and then obviously continue to hunt and continue mm. to hunt. And um, he really says, I, I noted the one of the things he said down, he said, you know, it's so simple. You find the bad thing and you kill it. Yep. And for Dean, that simplicity, I think sometimes he craves because Sam is forever trying to moralize and talk mm-hmm. about it. And, and Dean loves that like black and white, black and white. We find the bad. evil thing. We kill, kill it. it. Yep. And he also talks to Gordon about their dad. And we get to see a bit of that vulnerability because he feels safe with Gordon because he's yep. like, I can't talk to Sam about this stuff. Yeah, and I empathize. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's sort of saying like that his his dad is just gone and there's this hole mm-hmm. that's there now and he can't talk to Sam about it. And, you know, it's sort of implied that that hole is something that he's filled with this kill mm-hmm. or that with the simplicity of the fight that they have or the, the, the hunts that they go on. So... Yeah, and he's got to keep his game face. He's got to keep his game face for um, for Sam. But let's get back to Sam. Yeah, after all, you know, we're having some, you know, debriefing with, you know, yeah. Gordon and Dean. Manly DNMing. Yeah, you know, just, you know, talking about the simplicity of, you know, good versus evil and mm-hmm. there's no gray areas. Yeah. Again, as Megan would say, pop a pin in that one. Yeah, put a pin in that one. Yep. But pop a pin. Place a pin. Um. Anyway, we're going back to... Uh, Sam, Sam has like noped out from the, the you know, Kumbaya, like, yay, we did a great kill. Yeah. He's just like, not, he's not vibing. He's just like, this energy, not great. Um, And he goes back to the hotel that they're staying at, or motel. Yes. And then he decides to call. Ellie. Yes. He's like, look, if someone's going to know anything, like, mm-hmm. I just need, oh, he, I feel like Sam in these, especially his last two episodes, he's calling Ellen. He's, using Ellen as Dean replacement because Dean is not there. Or even maybe like a dad replacement. Yeah, true, like yeah. because you know or a replacement she... for something, like a crush. Yeah. yeah, like she's a support person that he can have. You know, she calls him sweetie in the conversation. Yeah. Like she has that kind of maternal yeah, true. sense yeah, in the yeah, conversations. Yeah. Like I don't know that she's necessarily replacing like, Dean. As the support person. This is she's picked up the role of support. Mm. And I love that well, yeah, she he calls and He's like, hey, we're here, we're vampires. Um, we've bumped into a hunter named Gordon. Do you know of him? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I do. All good. You know, he's a good hunt. He's good at what he does. Yeah. And then Sam sort of lets slips that, you know, 
they're working together kind of and she mm-hmm. is the tone flip is like oh mm-hmm. no she puts on her mum voice she's like do not work with him sam yeah. i've got to tell you please do not work with him yeah. he will do anything for the kill yes and you basically just get out of his way yeah um because he he's not bad news but he's not good news either no he is he sees everything in literal and like just like there's tone and then there's also the what she's trying to say without saying it yeah Sam being a smart kid going, oh, okay, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And yeah. then the conversation ends. Yes. We've already sort of, like I said, they cut back and forth was, between yeah, Sam and Dean. So this but is happening, sort of, yeah, between In between these conversations, conversations about like, sort of the simplicity yeah. of it and, like, you know, Dean's loss and sort of the yeah. hole that this leaves. Um, Sam is, feels like he's being followed as he's walking back. He's yep. got, a, like, a Coke or something that he's drinking. Yep. Um, he gets back to his motel room. Because we, we assume he's gone to the vending machine or something. Yeah. Something. Because it kind of, again, because of the cutbacks, you mm-hmm. you just see him walking back f- to the room mm-hmm. and you make the assumption. Because of the way we're discussing it, it doesn't make sense. We assume he's gone, obviously, he's had a conversation with Ellen, ended it there, gone to get a coat to come back, and then you just, you know, decompress, uh, you know, debrief what, what Ellen has basically told him. Yeah, exactly. And what next moves will be. And he gets attacked, presumably, we or we assume, by the vampire nest. Yep. Bag over his head. Yep. He sort of tries to fight back. He fails. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert for the next few episodes. I think it's at this point that Jared breaks his hand <laughs> um, because I think in one of these shots is where he hurts his hand, like he breaks his hand um, oh. during this fight scene, um, which Jared has said multiple times in multiple retellings mm. of the story that he was young and stupid and did something that he should have let a stunt person do. Yep. Um, so he's very clear on <laughs> clear on the blame, which was that it was him being mm-hmm. 22 years old and being like, no, I can totally do that. And then he broke his hand. And then he broke his hand. So And that's the end of the story. We'll come back to it because in a couple of episodes' time, he's going to be wearing a cast for a and, while. <laughs> and it's very confusing. And it's very confusing and it doesn't get explained in the in the mm. show. And that's my favorite thing is when they're like, we're just not going to talk about this. Yeah. And, and Jared, when you go out and do your press tours, you can explain what the fuck was up well, with that. What you did. What you did. Um, that's your lesson. So he gets taken by these vampires. We get this beautiful shot crossing the bridge where it's like oh, the yes. sun is setting. Mm, yeah, it's and dark. it's a very 70s shot. Like oh, the sun, yeah. all natural light. The sun is setting in this car taking yeah. Sam to. It looks like it's rained recently. Yeah. It's all kind of wet and oh, it's great beautiful shot and we are with sam he has been bound and gagged he's Mm -hmm. um at this sort of farmhouse location that he's been driven to um and he meets lenore and i would like to say for the audience what what conversation just occurred because i was very excited to talk about lenore played by the incredible amber benson and do we want to do a dramatic retelling of the conversation we just had before we started recording no but fine so the conversation essentially was me being like yeah I'm so excited to talk about um to talk about Amber Benson and you you said who mm-hmm. yes and I said you know Lenore aka Tara from Buffy and what was your response to this oh my god what no it, it was it was honestly like what that was her yeah and yeah. to be clear, Kat has watched Buffy for the first time in her life mm-hmm. within the last 12 months. Yeah. Well, yep. So Correct. it's not this like she watched it year. years ago. She watched it recently. And I love Tara. Um, so, yeah. So this is. Didn't clock her, though. I did not clock her. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell myself either because I'm like, I can see Tara in my head. And I know 
when I looked at Lenore, I was just like, okay. Yes. So we talked last season that um, Supernatural love a stunt cast. Mm-hmm. They love a stunt cast moment. And this is the oh, yeah. first of the times where they are like, we well, all... who could we get to play a vampire? Yeah, I'm looking at her and I'm like, I literally had to Google a photo. And, and I'm like, nope, can't see her. You know, who better to get to play a vampire than... A witch? Than Tara from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who was a witch. Who was a witch. Yeah. But and I'm out here not knowing who her face was. So, yeah, so Amber Benson um, playing Lenore. Mm-hmm. And we get this amazing reveal. Another reveal, another flip, another mm-hmm. twist. Another twist, again. Sarah, Sarah, just out here, just, you know. Where we, we see Facing us. Which is that they do not hunt people. No. That they are being hunted by Gordon. That is true. That is true. But they are responsible for the cattle mutilations because that is how they feed. Yes, they're not there. They don't want to cause any harm to humans. Yes. They try and interact with humans as much as possible, but try to honestly not hurt them. They, they, they go out of the way by killing cows. Exactly. So they're like, she's like, it's not perfect. In fact, it's disgusting, but it keeps us alive because that means there's no missing humans. There's mm-hmm. no blood, like there's no trail to follow. The cows are going to die anyway because they're going to the slaughterhouse. Like it's, you know, it's, you know, Sucks for the people who can't have steak, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's this really interesting because in the first, in season one, it was very black and white. Oh, yeah. Like I said, unless we were talking about Dean wanting to kill a human person yep. and Sam being like, please don't kill a human person, yep. which, again, I think were mostly Sarah Gamble episodes as well. It was very straightforward. If you had a monster, you had to kill it because it was evil. And this is the first chance we've had to examine that and just, is that true? Mm. And are there, is there gray? And we've yeah. obviously met Gordon who is 100% black and white, which Dean really, really appeals yeah, to Dean. He really tracks it like a moth to a mm-hmm. flame. And obviously for Sam, it's very natural that he's the one that ends up talking to Lenore and actually having mm. this conversation and, and being is, like, wow, okay. is willing to listen to her. Yeah. And we also get the reveal that the bar wench, Eli, is actually yes. also a vampire. So he's obviously running interference, yeah. um, which is a great way to do it. Yeah, great way to do it. Fantastic. And then we get the reveal that Eli has mm-hmm. sort of said, look, it's them that have killed one of our own yeah. and this keeps happening mm-hmm. and they're going to keep, they're going to keep coming for us essentially. Yeah. So it's like us versus them. And yes. in, again, another flip, mm-hmm. they're not doing it because they, they want to, it's because they have to protect their family. Yes. And that means, again, we've flipped again. So this mm-hmm. first scene where initially we think it's this young ingenue yeah. being chased by a scary hook man assailant, we then flip to be like, oh, she was a vampire. Right. So she was She's being back. hunted, which was correct. But then flip again to be like, but she was being hunted unfairly because she does not kill humans. She kills animals to, to eat and to sustain yeah, herself. herself. And so it keeps flipping back and forth, which yep. is actually really, really clever. Well done, Sarah. <laughs> You'll go far in this industry. You'll go so far. She's gone so far, <laughs> guys. Guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so they are like, we are leaving tonight, mm-hmm. but we want you to get Gordon to stop hunting us. Yeah, because- we're going to go somewhere. We're not going to cause any more trouble. Mm-hmm. We're just going to move on to the next town that has obviously – produce for us to, to kill yes please get him like on a different trail yeah or just tell it like you have to talk him into stopping yeah because we are not bad and yeah. it's sort of this really interesting and this is oh, i i think amber benson is such a good choice because 
the character of Tara is this incredibly empathetic character Mm -hmm. and she's incredibly sort of, um, you know, she's very heart-led and I think having her then play this vampire. Who's also heart-led. Who's very heart-led and very empathetic Mm -hmm. and like, you know, this kind of, it's really interesting some of the lines that she gets, which are very sort of positioning of like, yes, you're hunting us, but that makes you the bad guys. Yeah. Like just some of the language around it is like, oh, once you get the scent of us, which is very language of like vampires. Oh, in last last season, they were yep. like, once they get your scent, they'll hunt you. Yep. And she's flipping it and saying, once you get my scent, yeah. you will never leave us alone. Yep. Um, even though we're not hurting people. And so she's like, what we're going to do is to prove to you that you, that we are in it, like, it, you we're know, we're not going to hurt you. We're not going to hurt you. Is we're going to let you go. Yeah. And what you do from there is Cowboys, trampy vampires definitely did not do. No, but then they were also actively killing people. So, yeah, so yeah I mean, like, flips, like, flips up. Yes. So, like, again, we're getting the flip of day and night between yep. the two. And they're like, we're just going to let you go, but we mm-hmm. need you to, to tell Gordon to basically step off and yep. fuck off. Yes. And so they send Sam back. Um, Gordon and Dean are trying to plot where to find yep, the next, where, the, the nest. where the nest is. They're trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Dean's really keen on like hunting. He's really into it with Gordon. They're probably both a little pissed at this point because of all the shots. Well, yeah, they had a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah, and they've drank a little beer. So <laughs> there's that as well. Sam comes in and goes, you know, grabs Dean and like has a bit of a private convo with him yep, and outside, sort of explains yep. what's happening and – Dean just doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear about the greys and things. He's no. not interested. And, you know, we we can sort of extrapolate mm. that maybe he is wanting a more simplistic mm. reality. Um, yeah, they won't just, they're vampires. They won't just let you go. Yeah. They've obviously let you go. So we can then follow, get the scent from you mm-hmm. to then follow them to kill them because that's just how black and white Gordon and Dean see this. And I, you know, whether Dean is sort of, wanting this black and white world mm. as a way to help cope with, with the loss of his dad, dad and yeah. the complexity of that and that that's something that maybe he feels like he needs as well. That's something that is worth mm. considering, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, because I think that's kind of maybe influencing how kind of gung-ho he gets around Oh, Gordon. yeah, about certain um, situations. And Sam's pretty pissy. He's like, look, Ellen says Gordon's bad news. You're trusting Gordon over me. Yeah. Like, what, what the hell this? is, what, like, what is happening? And Dean's like, you're trusting Ellen, like, a person we barely know. And we don't sort of get much resolution on this, but then they realize that Gordon has overheard them and he has worked gone. Out. He's worked out where yeah. the nest likely is. Because in the, on, all on this exchange as well, mm-hmm. we've, um, you know, Sam's reveals, like, I was blindfolded. I don't know. I can't give you, like, coordinates. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they went over a bridge. I don't mm-hmm. know where, though. Yeah. And Gordon, who's probably been in the town, we'd probably say, like, a week prior to the boys getting there. We'll say he's been there for a few days to yes. get the lay of the land. So then, you're right, Gordon has overheard this conversation or this exchange. He's taken all the keys. Yes, he took the Impala keys. It's just like, it's such a dick move. It's such a dick move, which means that Dean has to hotwire the car, car, which you can't do anymore in modern cars, but no. it's actually something you that I... you try that in my car? <laughs> You, you you literally can't because it's all can't. computers. Yeah, it's all um, computers. I mean, it, like... is, it is actually something I know how to do. Oh, my God, my, really? My, my dad taught me how to wire cars. I mean. You can't. There are no, like, I'd need an Impala or, or a car. Like, I'd need a car from the 80s or, or 90s. Set, yeah. Like, modern cars are computers. They're mm. not cars. And so, yeah. like, you literally can't hotwire them without, yeah. like, a laptop. 
you, you, you get in, you know, you get into like Independence Day territory yeah. with Jeff Goldblum of like yeah. hacking in. Yeah, let's not open that worms. No, because I could talk about that movie first sometime. <laughs> but you know, it is it is an, an a weird skill that I have that doesn't have any use in the modern day, which hey, is that my dad. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because my dad's a mechanic, and so he uh, taught me how to hotwire cars. That's cool. Anyway, they hotwire the car. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out Sam ha- pretty much knows exactly where the farm is. He clearly was holding back because maybe he didn't trust Dean. Maybe he didn't trust Gordon. Yeah, and trust then the Gordon situation. has just has done the needful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And we cut back, you know, Lenore and Eli are getting ready to pack up and leave. Yep, she yep. sends Eli to get everybody from the, um, the like the nest. And- from the nest, like everyone who's in town. Clearly yep. the sort of story we're getting now, because we obviously had the vampire working on the docks, is that they were just integrated in society. They yep. had jobs they and had regular jobs. lives. Yep. Um, to get everyone that, that, that's a vampire, to get them. Get the message out, pack mm-hmm. your bags, we're leaving, and like we're leaving. Yeah. And then Gordon comes and attacks Lenore with mm-hmm. Dead Man's Blood. Dead Man's Blood. And I love that he's all, he's dipped the knife in it and he's just like, oh, it's Dead Man's Blood. And yeah, Dead like, Man's Blood, bitch. Yeah. Which. Yeah, look, I wasn't going to say bitch. The egregious but... use of the word bitch in the early seasons of this show bums me out. Yeah, it really does. Um, and he just. Yeah. Just. Mm. It is really a sign of the time. It really is. Um, so Sam and Dean walk in on Gordon basically torturing Lenore. Yeah, with the, like with the knife because, mm-hmm. again, we get after he's said that lovely line, um, we get the cut that would have been a, a, an ad break. We've come back mm-hmm. and we see the knife that looks like it's been sitting in, like, jam. Yeah. It's very coagulated blood. Yeah, which, I mean, guess makes yeah, sense if it's dead, dead man's blood. blood. Um, and he is just. You've seen Eleanor, who is Lenore. So I keep saying Eleanor, Lenore, as in from you know El- Edgar Allan Poe's Lenore. Yes, I mean uh, unconfirmed, unconfirmed, but you know that's anyway. Um, and you just see her just covered in cuts and like there's mm-hmm. dripping blood, and it's really cruel because he's just—it's not even like he's stabbing her. He's not even mm-hmm. cutting her arm. It's just little nicks. Yeah, enough. And then you see. Great CGI of um, the dead man's blood entering in um, Lenore's veins. Yes. And you just see, like, the spread and then it's stopping. Yeah, the you, poison. Yeah, it's great. I, I yeah. loved it. And so Sam and Dean walk in on this and Sam's immediately disgusted. Yeah, he's just like, the fuck? But Dean, Dean's reaction is so interesting because you can see that Dean is the dawning of him of, like, he got really close to the edge of kind of – going too far yeah and of what going too far can look like yeah look we're we're not going to talk about it a ton because neither of us feel like we can have the appropriate nuanced conversation but it is worth sort of noting or kind of considering in your own inter like viewing of this Mm. the fact that gordon is a person of color Mm. um in living in america and kind of that he's representing the extreme the extremeness of of a black and white sort of situation and his anger yeah and Mm. sort of like Mm. i said we don't feel like we have the capacity to have the appropriate nuanced conversation but it is just you know showing in in your work in your viewing in your thought think thought thought process about it Mm. it is just worth kind of making note of or kind of having he's lent that the character that they've written has really lent into a stereotype that in today's viewing mm. does make you go ick. Yes. And I mean, Sterling K. Brown, who plays this act, 
plays this character who plays Gordon. He's a tremendous he's, actor oh, and I don't want to take away from the work no, that he no, does no, no, at no, no, all because no, no, he's been all. in 700,000 things. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a great well actor. Like, this is not that. It's just... It just it, it's unintentional it's a, it's on every reminder. possible le- way. It's yeah. just unintentional. Oh, very unintentional. Because of the time. Yep. So I just wanted to just quickly acknowledge that because we're about to get into some de- de- deep, deep stuff, right? Yes, and it's just it's it's worth acknowledging. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging, um, as always, the Supernatural Wiki has an incredible section that talks about race and supernatural, written mm-hmm. from the perspective um, of BIPOC people and so I always highly encourage you to go there to hear sort of their first hand experiences rather than our experiences mm-hmm. as two white people. Yeah, two <laughs> white people not living in America. Yes. And you know, Gordon sort of says to Dean like, wanna help? Yeah. Like, wanna help? And this is where you see Dean start to go, Ooh, no. He's this like- is not what I do. No. He's kind of had like a bit of a wake up call, mm-hmm. like like the like the drinks, the alcohol is leaving his body, and he's realizing he's mm-hmm. waking up in the dawn, going. Ooh. And also, he's like, oh, like if Sam, what Sam has told me is true, that Lenore is a vampire, but that she does not kill, you are essentially torturing an innocent woman, and yep. so he's trying to get the situation de-escalating the yeah, situation. De-escalating. And we see this when um, Sam tries to. There's a table in between, like they're at there, like it's like a dining room table situation. Mm-hmm. They're on one side, Lenore being tied up on the other side near Gordon, and Sam tries to approach Gordon, and Gordon's like, no. And Sam is trying to plead, like, she doesn't kill people, she mm-hmm. doesn't want to hurt us, let her go. We need to stop this. Yes. And him walking over to Sam and like cutting his arm. Yeah. Very escalated, and he's like, yeah. no, no. I'm doing, I'm not hurting you. I'm showing you that she, given the chance, she will kill you. Yeah. And in amongst all of this kind of rising tension, mm. you know, we, because Dean is sort of like. He's not sitting on his hands. But he's, 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 he's trying, he's like, let's chill out. Let's yeah, talk about this. this. Like, Put the I don't down. know that she does it. Like, let's, yep. let's have this conversation. Yeah. Um, he's, and. And Gordon says, no, there's no shades of grey. And yep. he's like, yeah, absolutely. The vamps that killed your sister totally deserved it, totally yep. deserved that death. And this is where we get the sort of final reveal, yes. which is that his sister was not killed but turned by the vampires and he hunted his sister down and killed his sister too. Yeah. She was not a human anymore. She was a monster. Yeah. And, and that is sort of the- very, very black and white. Oh, that is very black and white. To the point of extremism. And it's at this point that he gets Sam and he cuts Sam's arm and he's holding Sam's arm as it drips blood on Lenore Mm -hmm, yep and at first Lenore does sort of to quote to make a Buffy reference vamp out yeah she definitely she definitely flips um because that's her instinct it's her instinct but it's only slight maybe 10 seconds and she makes the conscious effort Mm -hmm. which Dean is also watching going she's like no no and yeah it's such the way it's delivered again great actress and yes now I know it's Tara I'm like of course this makes sense she shows that no i don't want to do this i'm not going to play like yeah. i'm not going to play this this is not who i am and dean has and like the look on dean's face is like mm-hmm. oh the world that we live in is 100 percent all shades of gray and yeah. we can't make the assumption that they're killing humans mm-hmm. and this this shocks gordon as well it shocks the situation dean now has his gun pulled on gordon oh he sure does and 
he tells Sam to get Lenore out, out and which yep. he does. And Dean basically this has this seems... change of heart and is like, if you want to go through, if you want her, you have to go through me now. Like yeah. this is, I've made my choice. Um, I don't necessarily know that I want the world to be this complex, but here we are. Here we are. And this is, this is, this is what we're going to do. And then Gordon in dramatic anger fashion stabs the table with yep. a very sharp knife and Dean's like, all right, you want to fight? I will, uh, you know, remove the bullets from my gun, mm-hmm. put the gun away, and we'll f- go fisticuffsies. Mm-hmm. It does happen. And then Gordon being, and again, this also shows the the drive and the reasoning. Gordon picks up the knife. Yeah. And, and Dean's just like, oh, of course you've gone that way. Yeah. Of course you've decided to backtrack on your honor of just us having a fight, like yeah. fisticuffy. And you've decided to pick up a knife. Yes, you brought a knife to a to like to a fist fight. Yes, exactly. And this is great. It's a great. It's oh, a great fight scene. Oh, it's really beautifully choreographed. It's really well beautiful done. Beautiful girl. Um, ultimately, Dean knocks Gordon out and ties yep. him up. Yep. Um, Sam comes back, mm-hmm. and they sort of explain that you know we're going to leave you here. A couple of days, we'll get someone to untie you because they're this is they're they're because they're the heroes. Yeah. And. So they don't kill him. No. They don't. They, they don't, don't need no, to. We're, we're not going to leave you in the best situation. We're going to give everyone a good chance to get away, which Lenore did, which everybody did. Eli, yeah. all of her friends got away. They've left. You're not going to be able to find them. Like, you're done here. Um, we'll get someone to come and, and untie you, which yep. I, I, my head is Bobby. Bobby oh. reluctantly be like, idiots. Idiots. <laughs> you fuckers. But that we're going yeah. and, you know. Gordon sort of has one last little like dig and then Dean punches him in the face and is like, cool, I'm ready to go now. Yeah, <laughs> we can leave. We can leave. And it's, we get this weird because there was a fight scene that went on for a little bit, you know, we're walking out of the house mm-hmm. and Dean, they're going down the stairs over out of the farmhouse and Dean turns to Sam and he's like, sock it to me. Like, yeah. give me. Because Dean did hit Sam earlier on in the episode, which we forgot to mention, but yeah. Dean did hit Sam in the one of their sort of many tiffs that they've been having of mm-hmm. late about yes. everything. About um, everything about grief. <laughs> he, he does hit Sam, and so he now wants Sam to return the favour or mm-hmm. to even, even the score. Even the score, but I also feel it may be a bit of a grief thing, like a little yeah. bit of a it felt good to be punched because I felt something. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I felt that. Um, where you just go through a period where you don't feel anything and pain seems to make it better. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if it's lent, they sort of wrote it in the double flip, like a double edged yeah. sword that leaned more into the, if, but it felt, I felt something when I got hit when I was in the fight. Yeah. Or even that he felt like he deserved it for doubting Lenore, for doubting mm-hmm. Sam. Yep. All for, of the above. like, for, you know, getting to a point where he was seeing a woman being tortured yep. un- unjustly. Unjustly, um, yeah. And so whether he's like, I need I need to be punished for that. Yeah. We'll talk about Dean's guilt. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got all of this season. We've got so many seasons to talk oh, about Dean's boy. guilt. Um, the guilt is gross. But, you know. Sam says no. Yep, exactly. Says no. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, you've already looked like you've been beaten to a pulp. Yeah, so I, I think he said I'm something good. along like, oh, uh, he looks like you've already gone toe-to-toe with some mental something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a kind of a brutal comment, but yeah, fair. And then Dean sort of says, you know, I wish we'd never taken this job. I wish that mm. we could go on thinking that it was black and white. They were the monsters and we were the heroes. Yep. 
And the reality is, is like how many innocent people, people did have, I kill? Yep. Like how many lives have I ended that could have we're lived just on? A, yeah, we're just living a normal life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, dad raised us the same way. Dad raised us the way that Gordon mm. sees things, that there's the bad guys, which and, is the demon, and yep. there's the good guys, which is us. Oh. And I love that Sam flips and he's just like, you know, dad raised us. And I didn't like this because, again, mm. we're, we're glazing over the um, generational trauma that we've definitely, definitely gone into. Oh, yeah. And Sam says, look, dad raised us the best in the best situ- in the, the best way he could in the worst situation. And yeah. I'm like – Statements are said, and I don't believe that all factual Samuel. Yes. Um, I was very angry because um, I remember this and that exchange, and it's like at the time it was acceptable response and people would have been like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, Sam. Correct. Now that we know, given what we know and we're all older, yeah. we can look away and go, you've said some statements. They're not 100% true. Yeah. But that's your truth. Yeah, and it's, you know, that's. John's truth as well is that, like, part of his grieving clearly was to see the world as the good guys and the bad guys. Because it made it easy. Because it made it easy for him in his hunting and then also for trying to find the demon that killed Mm -hmm. Mary, like, all of that sort of stuff. And keep the boys alive. And to keep the boys alive and to give them the skills that he thought that they Mm. needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, Dean's like, well, it was going against my instincts to let her live. And the only reason that she did live is because you are here and Mm. you were the one that... um, were the, was the voice of reason. He's yeah. like, that's not my natural instinct. And, you know, that's interesting and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. episode. It ends on uh, the shot that I think I see gift a ton, which is like this beautiful backlit shot of Jensen just looking pretty. Yeah. Um, Like really just like him looking really thoughtful and kind of like unsure about what's next yep. and but you know it's this beautiful backlit shot where it's like the sun is streaming in and then you see the impala driving off mm-hmm. as the sun comes up beautiful shot robert singer beautiful getting Mwah. it all 10 out of 10 but that's the end of the episode yeah once again guys i promise there are fun episodes coming it's just yeah. like we're just, just dealing with a lot of stuff at yeah. the moment we, we just dealt with some like some generational traumas yeah and we're just gonna keep de- we're just going to dig our way through and we're just going to fight our way through. Yeah. We're clawing at every given point mm-hmm. and we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Unfortunately, the next episode involves um, gaslighting and friend zoning gone wrong. So we're, we're not there yet. <sighs> but <laughs> Kat doesn't know what's coming because she forgets. Um, so fuck. I, oof, I guess I'm guessing the next two episodes are going to be not fun. Uh, the next episode's not going to be fun, but the episode after that, we get to meet a writer that I have been excited to talk about since the first episode. Oh, so okay, oh, okay, all right. We'll, we're getting into we're getting into some something that I really am looking forward to talk about. Fantastic. So we'll we'll, we'll return to being a comedy podcast instead of whatever this is. <laughs> whatever our joint <laughs> ventures of therapy have taught us over our adult <laughs> yes. our adult years so far. The complexity of of grief and of a grey world instead of a black and white world. Yeah. Oof. Well, that's heavy. <sighs> Heavier than the, the dinner we had together. Yes. Yeah. Well, we had ramen, so. I mean. Very light. Very really. light in a sense. And I also had kids serving, so I mean, even better. Yes. Also. Um, as always, mm-hmm. you know where to find us on yes. Instagram and Twitter. You can yes. email us at 
uh, we will talk about it pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and leave us a rating. And if you'd like a review on Apple Podcasts, that's the best place please do. to help people find us and get us mm-hmm. in charts and in new and noteworthy and all of that sort of stuff. Tell a friend, tell a work colleague. Yes, tell someone who you think might be interested in mm-hmm. the ravings of people who are now Getting very close to recording up until midnight. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad it's a long weekend. Oh, my God. I'm so, I, I have no idea what this episode is going to sound like when I listen back to it. Probably rambles. Probably rambles. But we got there. We got there. Uh, it's fine. But in the meantime, stay safe and love Amber Benson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct answer. Bye, guys. Bye.